Welcome to This Just In, the show bringing you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. And now, for the fastest voice in healthcare, here's your host, Justin Barnes. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to This Just In. I'm your host, Justin Barnes. In these segments, I'll bring you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and leadership. As always, we're broadcasting from the This Just In studios on the Business Radio X network, as well as the Healthcare Now radio network. For this episode, my 271st episode, we have a great show with brain health expert joining us, Mr. Carter Gilly from Gray Matters. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, this is, uh, first of all, I'm going to give you all the kudos. This is a great idea by you. You recently brought this special episode to me, um, as well as this opportunity, uh, and I could not be more excited. So uh, Thursday, uh, September 21st is World Alzheimer's Day, uh, and you want to take this opportunity to share that news as well as some of the latest care and key strategies for brain health. So uh, I love it. Great idea. Uh, brilliant strategy by you. So, um, uh, you know, let's dive in. But first, where are you calling in from? Yeah, so I'm in Tampa, Florida. The sun is shining and the humidity is high. I love it. I love it. I'm just a little bit south of you in Sarasota. I actually got out there, uh, I think, yeah, it's about 7 a.m. this morning to run before the humidity hit, but it's actually nice. And the rest of the world listening to this and people hearing this will say, uh, you know, I'm probably crazy, but, you know, get up that early and you run, or at least you start running that early by 7 a.m. It's only about 75 or 76 degrees, but you wait an hour, it's 80 degrees with a lot of humidity, like you just said, from Tampa. So, uh, you got to get out there early if you want to do some good distance and not uh, fall over a heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's always a race against the sun. It's exactly right. Um, so again, great, uh, great idea. Thank you for bringing this to me. Um, so tell us about World Alzheimer's Day. Right. So like you said, World Alzheimer's Day is on September 21st, but it was originally created in 1994 by the Alzheimer's Disease International Organization. Uh, and its original intent was to spread knowledge about Alzheimer's around the world as the disease was gaining traction. And now it brings millions together to show support and raise awareness for those suffering from the disease. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're when we did a prep for the show and you're telling me about this, you know, we both have, uh, you know, um, people that, uh, you know, are near and dear to us. Uh, so, you know, again, it's such a great idea. But how many people in the world are affected by this? Right. These stats always blow my mind. So across the world, there are nearly 50 million people affected by Alzheimer's disease. And in the U.S., that number is almost 6 million. But by 2050, that number is projected to reach at least 13 million people in the United States with Alzheimer's disease. And statistics show that in the U.S., someone develops Alzheimer's every 65 seconds. So this disease um, has definitely caused a lot of pain over the years and is only trending to get worse. Yeah. Um, and I, I love stats on the show, but, um, that's not a, that's not a good stat. So, um, wow. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I'm glad we're doing it again. Grateful for the opportunity. So obviously you're passionate here. You have these great ideas. So, you know, where does this passion come from? Right. So, you know, I lost my grandmother to Alzheimer's disease when I was 14 and, not only did she slowly lose her cognitive functions and her overall personality, but I also watched the way it affected my family, mm -hmm. as we all had to stand by and watch since there was really nothing we could do. Uh, but fast forward to 2021, I was given the opportunity to start working for Gray Matters, uh, which is a clinic that 
works with Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. So my past experience with the disease definitely helps fuel my motivation in my current role. Yeah. And, and when we're again, we're talking off air and we've known each other now for a, a little while. I um I just recently lost my grandmother um to dementia. Uh and and obviously it's a form of uh a form of Alzheimer's. And uh, thankfully though, I mean, she was 98 years old. She was the light of my life, the love of my life. She was amazing, a, a great mentor to me, an amazing person, amazing individual, immigrant from Italy, very hardworking person. So again, I got a lot of my success in life based off of you know her platform and what she was the path that she was able to pay for me in my life, and just seeing what she was able to accomplish. Um, so is is a is, you know as you mentioned, is a massive loss uh, to us. But again, on the bright side is is she lived in ninety eight. It was a rapid onset. I think, you know, she, the cognitive decline occurred over about a seven month process or seven month period. Um, so in the grand scheme, that's not too bad. I mean, I know this can last years and years and be a substantial hit to, uh, to families, as you mentioned. And so, you know, we feel very blessed that it was just over a, a very short period of time with, you know, relatively speaking. Right. And, you know, you and I are proof that it's it's very rare to come across someone who has you know has either lost a family member to dementia or knows someone that has lost someone. So th this disease spreads and, and affects everybody in some way, shape, or another. Absolutely. I mean, even this stems back to my one of my very first large companies, Greenway Medical. We had a whole prime research arm that was created uh, because there's a handful of us in the leadership team that you know were affected by it or knew the importance to the country. Uh, and certainly my one of my business partners, T. Green, he um, had a, a family member that um, was significantly affected by Alzheimer's. And so it's one of the reasons we created this whole research arm off of our EHR so we could help, um, you know, if we can find cures or find ways to slow it down, you know, the disease, slow it down. Um, we were investing in that. And that was a significant part of our strategy for many, many, many years. And uh, we knew it was the right thing to do as well. We weren't going to make a bunch of money off it, but because um, our EHR specifically was our was our bailiwick, but uh, we knew it was the right thing to do. So uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. We need to continue to address it, however, um, we can. And and you know, obviously, I've been familiar with Gray Matters for a long time. Our good friend Howard Bird um, brought it to you know brought it to me, brought me into the fold just from an educational standpoint uh, years ago. Uh, and you've been with him now since two thousand and one. So tell us about Gray Matters. I love what you guys are doing. Um, obviously, you know, with Alzheimer's and dementia and so forth, but in brain health overall is phenomenal. So tell us what's the latest with the company in the uh, expansion. Right. So in a nutshell, Gray Matters is a clinic that offers a solution for prevention and reversal of cognitive decline, such as Alzheimer's disease, using the Bredesen protocol. And we have clinics in Sarasota and Jacksonville, but we offer our services via telehealth, and we actually see patients from all over the world. Yeah, Dr. Bredesen's very well known, Dale Bredesen. So um, yeah, certainly all over the world. And I know you guys are also looking uh, to expand because obviously, you know, this is a um, a global issue. Uh, and so I love what you guys are doing there as well. But tell us about the Bredesen protocol. Right. So as you mentioned, Dr. Dale Bredesen, this is a name that is only starting to become more and more relevant in the media. But anyways, he's a scientist who was trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's. And he like everyone else, started by focusing on the amyloid plaque that is found in the brains of patients with Alzheimer's. And he tried to develop a drug that could just get rid of it. Uh, over time, he realized that this wasn't the best way to approach the disease. So he took a step back 
and tried to figure out, well, what caused this plaque to get in the brain in the first place? Uh, this is when him and his team discovered that there are at least 36 different risk factors that collectively lead to cognitive decline. And he likes to compare the, the disease to a roof with 36 holes in it. When it rains, you can't plug one hole and expect not to get wet. So the holes represent the different risk factors, and that's what the Bredesen Protocol focuses on, fixing the risk factors to heal the brain. Yeah, I love it. And I actually was able to um, attend one of your seminars uh, about uh, about about a month ago or a month and a half ago, uh, actually, that you had in Sarasota. And I learned so much because there's so many things that we can do as individuals. And I know that this needs to start or it can start, you know, 20 years in advance, because if you catch some of this stuff early on and you're really to you know, implement and promote brain health as an individual, uh, then, uh, you know, you can like you said, you can actually slow down the progress or certainly re re um, reverse uh, cognitive decline. So that's why I kind of, I stood up, uh, obviously my brain, my brain is everything to me. It's got me to where I am and uh, I needed to stay healthy. So I keep a very close eye on this. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit about that as well? And, you know, we've got, uh, we've got plenty of time, so feel free to go into some of the detail. I have a, you know, my audience is a uh, is you know um, mainly healthcare executives, about eighty percent healthcare uh, C suite and executives, uh, and so uh, you know, and a lot of hardworking entrepreneurs also listen to the show. So it's a great platform for you to share. These are people who want to take care of themselves. I probably if I did a survey of my audience, it's uh, you know probably seventy percent um, work out or take care of their health in some capacity. So this is right on point for my audience uh, in my constituency. So I would love to you know let's dive into some of these great details. So. Give us some of these examples of risk factors, and then also, you know, let's let's dive into what else, we, you know, what we can do to promote healthy brains. Right. So, you know, the best way to to explain it, the simplest way to explain it, is to heal the brain. You have to heal the body. So these risk factors range from all ends of health, starting with you know various inflammation in the body, head trauma, whether it's been concussions from sports or car accidents, whatever it may be. Um, poor vascular health, not getting enough oxygen to the brain so that it can continue to thrive and grow. Uh, a big one is nutrient deficiencies that stem from a bad diet. Uh, that's a big problem, in, in my opinion, in the U.S. You know, even if you try to have a healthy diet, you're still sometimes taking in pesticides or, or other harmful chemicals that are very detrimental to your health. And one of the biggest things that we see is toxin exposure, which includes both heavy metal toxins like mercury, mm -hmm. which can come from your diet or from different dental amalgams over the years, or environmental toxins like mold, which is a huge problem in Florida. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, with the humidity down here, it makes homes a nesting ground for mold. And most of the time, you don't even know it's there. So you live in a house for 10, 20, 30 years, and you're just in there breathing the air. There's mold behind dr the drywall in the foundation of the home that is constantly emitting these harmful toxins, and it's getting into your system. And while you might not notice it right away, over 20 or 30 years, that's really going to be detrimental to your health, specifically your brain health. So that's what the Bredesen pro Protocol focuses on is identifying these risk factors, which is done through a simple blood test, um, and then developing a personalized care plan. So, okay, we found out what's going on. 
what's causing it or what could cause problems down the road. Now let's start working on it. I like to compare that to primary care with the focus on this brain health. We're managing your total health, but we're doing so through the lens of the Bredesen protocol. And we're taking a deep dive into some of these root causes of cognitive decline and overall poor wellness and health. Yeah, I love it. So, I mean, I just took down some notes. So, you know, exit, you know, risk factors, nutrient deficiencies, poor sleep, toxin exposure, inflammation in the body, head trauma, insulin resistance. Um, you know, just a, a few examples. Uh, and that's something I actually was just talking to somebody else uh, after I saw the um, your session about a you know, month ago or so. I thought about the hurricane that hit here, um, you know, last year, last September timeframe and think about the houses that have mold, I'm sure, uh, and just people living in high humidity areas. But also if you've been affected by some type of a hurricane or even leaky roof anywhere in the country, um, that, you know, that promotes mold. And you got to be very, very careful of that and keep a, you know, a key, very, keep a very close eye on how much mold you're ingesting on a consistent basis. So. Right. And it's, you know, the mold in the home, it's as simple as getting a, they have different tests on Amazon that you can place a little Petri dish in your living room or kitchen or wherever. And you can, it can test to see if there's mold in your house. And, you know, it's, it's the little things like that, that we promote, um, though these small changes will pay dividends towards your health later on. Absolutely. Uh, and for those that may have joined us a little late, my special guest today is brain health expert, Carter Gilly from Great Matters. So, you know, keeping kind of this um, track, and, and you mentioned, and also I mentioned, you know, reversal, reversal and prevention. Um, so let's talk about prevention. You know, how soon should someone begin to think about their brain health? Right. So the, the traditional mindset about Alzheimer's or dementia is I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Right. Um, you know, people tend to put this off, frankly, because it's a scary topic. You know, you don't want to think about having Alzheimer's down the road. So you put it on the top shelf and leave it there. Um, but as we've talked about before, you know, there are steps you can take now to start, you know, prevent cognitive decline from, you know, affecting you. So like I mentioned earlier, Alzheimer's is a result of poor overall health. And this is actually a process that starts 30 years before you even begin to notice symptoms like memory loss or confusion. So we believe that everyone should begin to focus on their brain health when they turn 40 or even 35. You know, we think these tests, testing for these risk factors should be a part of annual checkups. It, it needs to be promoted and raise awareness that you need to be cognizant of your risk factors, not only for your brain health, but really your overall health. Making these changes and fixing these risk factors is going to, from head to toe, just make you a healthier person. And preventing cognitive decline is just one facet of this protocol. Um, <clears throat> because like with any disease, the earlier you start, the better your chances are. Um, so in honor of World Alzheimer's Day, Gray Matters is going to be offering free MOCA tests and I'll touch on what a MOCA test yeah. is a little later at the end of September and beginning of October to help raise awareness. So listeners can check out our website to learn more at www.graymattershealth.org. Very cool. I love it. So, and, and you know, this process, as you mentioned, starts 30 years before you begin to notice symptoms. And so it, it kind of goes back. I've got some notes here just through our, our conversations 
So I brought up some of the root causes again, because this goes back to just healthy living in general and something that I've taken very seriously probably over the last 15 years. And I actually do shows on just personal health, uh, probably every three to six months, because it's so important. Personal health, you know, affects every aspect of your life. It's it's not just about you. It's about your relationships, your marriage, possibly your work, your coworkers, how you interact with society. There's so many components that it goes far beyond just, you know, your weight or your muscle or something like that. So when you look at, you know, moods, you know, here's the root causes of, of you know, where cognitive decline can come from. And certainly um, Alzheimer's is, uh, you know, inflammation. You mentioned infection, toxicity, poor nutrition, lack of exercise. That's the stuff that we can very simply get our arms around. Um, certainly if you have the right... Uh, you know, I would say healthcare. I think you know, you and I are both heavily, you know, interested in and in, invested in functional medicine because we we know what it can bring to us. So those types of strategies. And if anybody about my audience does not know what functional medicine is, please research it. It's a. I've had uh, a um, a functional medicine doctor for I guess six years now or so. Um, I have a couple of investments in that area just because I believe in it so much. It it brings so much opportunity to my life and and just health and and just happiness and joy and physical fitness uh, about having a, a doctor and a care team that really cares about, you know, you and looks out for you on a consistent, proactive, not reactive basis. Our entire healthcare system is based on a reactive basis. And, and um, if you put a proactive strategy in place, you can save a lot of money. I, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, speak out of term. I spend a lot less than most people do on their annual healthcare because I take a, a proactive strategy and I don't wait for something to go wrong and it's extremely expensive to fix. So those kind of things, I just want to take a moment to, you know, focus on that. I spoke, you know, a lot of my show is focused on personal health, but, um, but yeah, I, I think what you're doing here, Carter, and, and with um, World Alzheimer's Day and what you're doing with Great Matters is such a benefit uh, to our society overall. So, you know, keeping the your your line of thought there, is it possible to reverse cognitive decline? We've talked about it, but tell us how. Right. So, you know, as I've been talking about, cognitive decline is a, is a result of these risk factors. And so it is possible to treat these risk factors and not just slow down progression, but actually reverse it and bring back cognitive functions. Um, so with a patient with cognitive decline who has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's or dementia, we can still do these blood tests and figure out what their risk factors are and figure it out. Okay, they have, they've been diagnosed dementia or Alzheimer's because of these problems. So we can start making these changes start implementing these care plans, but it's, you know, it's not an easy task. The, the brain is an extremely complex organ. So there's, there's no such thing as a silver bullet to fix it. It can require some, some hefty lifestyle changes and, and other medical interventions, but it does pay dividends in the end. And, and Dr. Bredesen has actually uh, conducted different clinical trials that have given results that prove cognitive decline can be reversed. Wow, wow. Um, yeah. And I think you guys have, yeah, you guys have some great results and, and, you know, I've actually seen some of your patient, uh, results. So it's really, really cool. And what you guys are doing there. What about clinical results? You know, I mean, so tell my audience, you know, they love to hear stats and progress. I, I, and I, I just mentioned, I've seen some of this, so, and I'm extremely impressed. So tell us about uh, some of the recent, um, uh, tests that you've seen in the progress and stats. Yep. So outside of the gray matters clinic, Dr. Bradison has, has done clinical trials. And for example, in one of his trials, he tested his protocol using 25 patients with dementia or mild cognitive impairment. 
they were in the earlier stages, but still diagnosed. And after identifying their risk factors and implementing these personalized care plans, all 25 patients improved after nine months. They measured improvement using different cognitive assessments like the MOCA test, which I'll talk about in a minute, and the CNS vital signs. But what's interesting is they also saw improvement on their MRI volumetrics. So they're mm -hmm. starting to see gray matter come back into the brain. Wow. That's impressive. Right. And then at gray matters, you know, we have also seen drastic improvements and heard amazing testimonial stories from our patients. Um, so we've only been around for two years. So we've tested, retested our first round of patients after a year or so working with us. Uh, because I like, like I said earlier, if there's no silver bullet, uh, this takes some, some hard work and it takes a little bit of time. But for these patients, we use the MOCA test to track progress and to give some background that MOCA test stands for Montreal Cognitive Assessment. And it gives a score on a 1 to 30 scale, and 25 to 30 means you're in good shape. But what it's doing is it's testing your executive function, so memory, processing speeds, things like that. Um, so we had patients who were outside of that 25 to 30 range. You know, they were scoring anywhere between 18 and, and 24. And after a year or so working with us, they were able to get back into that 25 to 30 range, which will, is what we consider to be good cognitive standing. Um, and then we plan to retest another round of patients soon to continue tracking our progress and just prove that th this protocol works and we can show results. Wow. Very cool. So um, I, I guess, actually, once you mention one more time what you guys are doing uh, for the Sarasota community, you're offering free MOCA tests. So maybe just take a second there. We got a couple of minutes here, so you're good. Yep. So in honor of, of World Alzheimer's Day, uh, we're offering free MOCA tests on September 21st. 28th, October 5th, and October uh, 12th. So basically, you'll give me a call, you'll come in, quick 20-minute test, and we'll give you some information on what these results mean to your health. Uh, and you can either call me directly at 941-529-0077, or visit the website again at www.graymattershealth.org. Uh, and again, this is for Sarasota residents. Um, but yeah, go ahead and come in and, and get tested. We can start to figure out where your, uh, where your cognitive health is right now. It's excellent. I mean, as you, as we mentioned earlier in the show, you know, you start this 20, 30 years in advance, that's really where you can get the, you can stop the uh, decline and you actually can reverse it. So that's a, that's a big difference. And, you know, with the amount of people, um, getting Alzheimer's, um, and then having cognitive decline, you know, it's, it's something that's taken very seriously. I personally take it very seriously. It's why I, I love the show. Again, the idea, I, I promote brain health, um, overall health in general, but certainly brain health. It's, it's, uh, it's different than most of us think. So it's great that we're doing the show and episode and focusing. So, um, with that, we had a couple more minutes, but what final thoughts do you have? And you want to share with my audience, Mr. Expert on the brain. Right. So like you, you were talking about functional medicine earlier, um, and this is a functional approach to treating the brain. And you mentioned something uh, pretty important is that it just makes you feel overall better. Your relationships, your stress management, uh, you know, things that are outside of the traditional health. So that's what these protocols do. It heals your brain, but you will just be left in a better, healthy state of life and just overall well-being will be optimized. Um, so that's what we're promoting at Gray Matters. We want to make you feel your best and 
make sure that you can maintain and optimize your brain health for a longer and more independent life. Love it. Congratulations. Excellent. And obviously, um, you know, as we mentioned a couple of times, if you're experiencing, you know, any cognitive decline, you can stop it and you can reverse it. It just takes a great process like the president protocols um, to do that. And it's, again, I was, I'm grateful that you brought this show opportunity to me. I'm glad we could talk about it on air, get the message out there. World Alzheimer's Day, September 21st. Uh, it's just important that we all think like this because, I mean, we're catching, unfortunately, I don't I don't know the stats off the top of my head. I'm becoming a better brain expert over time. But um, how many people, you know, we, we only hear about when people have really the end side of the cognitive decline. You only see it in its very last days, you know, or, you know, last years. And if you can stop it and get ahead of it by, you know, even doing these tests 10 years in advance, 20 years in advance, even 30 years in advance. Uh, they're very inexpensive. You guys are even offering them free, you know, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show. So take it seriously. Think about it for yourself. I, you know, it's it's basically a great preventive opportunity for you. Certainly if you're over, you know, 40, 50 years old, it's certainly worth it. Um, I mean, do you guys have an age range or a cutoff or am I even wrong with offering those ages of, of 40 or 50? No, we, we accept everybody. Uh, you know, the way to cure Alzheimer's is to start early and start making these changes to prevent it. That's terrific. So yeah, World Alzheimer's Day, September 21st, every year, not just this year, the 20, you know, in 2023, but every single year, uh, September 21st, World Alzheimer's Day, um, 60, was it, was it 60 million people globally? Is that the number? And 6 million here in America? That I remember? 50 million globally, 6 million in America. And by 2050, those numbers are going to increase drastically. Yeah. Wow. Carter, thank you so much for joining us today. Such a great show. Very informative, my friend. Thank you so much. Yep. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. And hopefully we'll do a follow-up next year and we'll even show some declining numbers, which would be really, really cool. Um, That's the plan. You got it. But uh, thanks again to you and everyone for taking time out of their busy schedules to join the show. Um, please tune in weekdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. Uh, if you miss any of this episode or want to hear more, you can always track me on Twitter at HIT Advisor and use the hashtag ThisJustInRadio so we can respond to your comments from this show. Uh, again, if you miss any of this episode, you can go to Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. Um, I've even got a few new platforms coming out uh, as well. So we're really launching the show uh, to a much larger global audience and very excited about that, excited about my um, my broadcast team, Roberta Mullen, uh, and everybody at Healthcare Now Radio. They're phenomenal and terrific and getting us out there. So thanks, everyone, and stay safe. Yeah. <laughs>